Hello, once again guys, this is Options, and we are back. <laughs> Crazy how my timing could not have been worse. <laughs> it's horrible, right? We're facing a um, pandemic crisis uh, on a global scale. I'm like, yeah, it's a perfect time. Perfect time to come back. Amazing. <laughs> I hope everyone is staying safe, staying home and quarantined. And while we are all quarantined, we might as well do another uh, another exciting, thrilling episode of Canon History. 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 It's kind of like ASMR. No, I'm not going to do. <laughs> not going to do ASMR. Okay. So. For those who may have forgotten, because uh, it's been a while, canon means official, as in the official timeline of something. So that means, fortunately, nothing from any of the categories of the rules of the internet will ever be canon. They'll never be canon, no matter how much we want it to be. And you know which rules I'm talking about. Alright, maybe one or two might come... You know, more, I've seen one or two come true. Mainly the gender-bitten ones. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Alright, so, first off, we're going to be starting up again. But this time we're going to be doing it with everyone's favorite, not plumber, I guess, because he's not a plumber anymore. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be Mario. But, because I figure, hey, you know, what better way to celebrate the 31st, the 31st. <laughs> 31st, the 35th anniversary, they want a canon history episode. Uh, I think that's the best way to start it off. But we're going to be talking more on the 35th anniversary and my theories of what games are going to be coming out and things like that in the next hidden stage episode. This one's going to be focused on his history, obviously. We're not going to go into that right now. But we're going to be doing something different. Well, not really. We're really going to be doing the same thing. <laughs> that we've been doing but it's just gonna be a much longer episode than normal it's been a while so i figure hey let's go ahead and let's just go all out let's just get some get some work done here so well it might be a longer episode we'll see we'll see how fast i can get through all this all this script i have <laughs> all this script i have for this episode we're gonna see how fast i can get through that then i'll say if it's a longer episode than normal anyway when we last checked in, Mario was returning to the Mushroom Kingdom uh, from, New Donk, from New Donk City. He had gotten word, word that the Mushroom Kingdom, they were in absolute peril. Crazy things was going on. They're like, hey, Mario, we need you back. Luigi's tagging along with them, too. But they're like, hey, Mario, we need you back. Stuff's going on. Okay. This actually leads into uh, the game I'm sure most of us are familiar with. And that's Super Mario Bros. And, uh... Slash Duck Hunt. If uh, did anyone have that bundle? By the way, D the Duck Hunt Super Mario Bros. bundle. Uh, let me know if you did have it. Uh, send me a message on Anchor. Email my my uh, email options with a Z at hiddenstage.net. But yeah, I had that and it was very fun, very fun. Uh, I think my blaster broke pretty quickly. <laughs> I, I never really got a chance to really play Doug Hunt that much, but I played a lot of Super Mario Bros. But regardless, 
uh, we're going to be doing some some story time, a lot of story time on this episode. We're going to be reading from the instruction, the official instruction booklets. There's probably loads of stuff that you guys are not even remotely familiar with about in the Mario mythos. Because most people know Mario for, you know, saving Princess Peach. and But there's actually a lot of canon in the booklets and stuff that I'm sure no one actually read. Uh, I, I didn't. <laughs> I hardly ever really read the stories in those little instruction booklets. I was always like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to pop the game in and let's just uh, let's just do it. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there. Uh, so from the Super Mario Bros. manual, it depends on if you're reading the Japanese version or the English version because it's slightly different depending on which one you're reading. It, it, it basically, if you're reading the localized version, it's a little a little bit different. I'm going to go over some of those differences uh, between the two versions. So I'm going to be reading the English version. Obviously, I can't read Japanese. I'm going to be reading, reading the English version. I was able to gather the inf- to gather the information from all this from a little website I found, a little nifty website uh, that was really awesome. It's called legendsoflocalization.com, which actually had a side-by-side comparison of the, both the Japanese and English transla- translation model. <sighs> I can never speak in these. English and Japanese translations of the manuals. And they had, uh, and they did a great job. It was, it was amazing. I was like, man, this is, this is incredible. So this is the game description from Super Mario Bros. The actual game manual for it. Here we go. One day, the kingdom of the peaceful mushroom king. Oh, let me start over. One day, the kingdom of the peaceful mushroom people was invaded by the Koopa a tribe of turtles famous for their black magic. The quiet, peace-loving mushroom people were turned into mere stones, bricks, and even filled horse hair plants, and the mushroom kingdom fell into ruin. The only one who can undo the magic spell on the mushroom people and return them to their normal selves is the Princess Toadstool, the daughter of the Mushroom King, Fortunately, she is presently, she's in the hands of the great Koopa Turtle King. Mario, the hero of the story, maybe. I think the reason they have maybe is because you can, second player can play Luigi. Uh, Mario, the hero hero of the story, maybe. Hears about the mushroom people's plight and sets out on on a quest to free the mushroom princess from the evil Koopa and restore the fallen kingdom of the mushroom people. You are Mario. It's up to you to save the mushroom people from the black magic of the Koopa. That is the official translation from the English version. Now, the Japanese version translation of this, it does not mention a mushroom king or anything like that at all. Like, if you notice, uh, this one actually does, yeah, the daughter of the mushroom king, this one actually does mention a mushroom king, but the... Japanese version does not because because I don't think there is a mushroom king. I mean, obviously she came from somewhere. There probably is a mushroom king, but yeah, it's it's uh it's weird. It's weird because Princess Toadstool, we've never seen her father. It's been thirty five years. We've never seen her father. Any well, not wait that's since Mario's introduction. For Princess Peach, it's probably been more like what 30, 25, 
either way, we haven't seen any freaking mushroom kings or anything like that. So, yeah. Now, it also doesn't, the Japanese translation also doesn't say that Mario hears about the Mushroom Kingdom's plight, only that he stepped up to to t- to to help the Mushroom Kingdom. But for the sake of this canon history, I feel that um, him hearing about what happened will make it fit a little easier into his history because he was in New Donk City, so how does he get the New Donk City to the Mushroom Kingdom? I think the easiest way is if we go by the official English translation, he heard about what was going on, and so he went to check it out. Or at least the way that we're doing it. I mean, realistically, these games could take place in um, different... It may not be as straightforward as we're looking at it, but we're looking at it as straightforward as possible. So, let's see here. And also, this version is actually, now that I think about it, this version is actually from the official uh, Mario's 30th anniversary encyclopedia, which I do also have because I'm a huge Mario nerd. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's also the version in there. So, yeah, it's it all matches up. So, I'm going to go with that. So Mario, in this game, he has to travel through eight worlds, quote-unquote, to get to Bowser and save the princess. And I'm sure everyone's familiar with the worlds of Mario. Now, keep in mind, these are not actually, like, different worlds, obviously. I don't think we're going to get to that till we get to, uh, like, the 64. And even then, I don't know if there was different worlds. It's hard to say. We'll, we'll, we'll tackle that when we get to 64, but uh, I think that these are not actually different worlds per se. What I think is going on is that the different countries and like the, I guess the continent of the Mushroom Kingdom, the different countries have climates and I guess uh, they're they're so different from one another, they, they almost can be referred to as different worlds, if that makes sense just the numerous kingdoms uh if you look at any kind of mario map from like paper mario or or even like super mario world like some some of these places are vastly different despite all being in the mushroom kingdom you know what i mean so i feel like i feel like they're almost like are separate worlds in a sense i guess that's why they call them different worlds i don't know that's just kind of a theory it could just be that you know obviously in the game game wise it's just a, a game mechanic uh, just different it's just easier to say worlds than say like I don't know countries that wouldn't really make sense. But anyway, the world just basically in the in the game sense just describes the courses that Mario like the number of courses that Mario has to go through. So you see like World One, uh, One World One Two World One Three. I think each world has a couple like three to four different courses. Uh, but yeah, I think the I think canon wise this probably refers to the uh, to the. Uh, to the different kingdoms in the Mushroom Kingdom. Now, one thing, the, so this is also from the official. It's from the how to play part of the part of the instruction manual. And I actually have a screenshot of it here, uh, just so I so, so I could read it out. So it says the Mushroom Kingdom is made up of a number of worlds, and each world is divided into four areas. The fourth area of each world ends in a big castle. The princess, as well as her mushroom retainers thus that was what they called toads back then <laughs> just go with it are being held in one of the castles by the turtle tribe in order to rescue the princess mario has to make it to the castle at the end of each world within the given time along the way 
are mountains, pits, sea, turtle, soldiers, and a host of traps and riddles. It says whether or not you can make it to the last castle and free the princess. It depends on you. Yeah, yada, 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 that kind of 80s, 90s instruction game manual. That we no longer get anymore because everything's digital. I mean, we kind of do get instruction manuals, but it's not like they used to. But anyway, yeah, I, I honestly believe that that's i think they refer to different worlds because they're so vastly different but let's not dwell on that too long either way mara has to journey through these these quote-unquote worlds in order to rescue the princess it's eight worlds in total obviously now in all the manuals mario is the driving force behind all this but like i mentioned previously luigi is also along on the venture the second player i believe you take turns if i remember correctly me and my brother used to do this all the time um we used to kind of take turns playing like if he dies it'll be my turn and you keep going until you die and then like vice versa and i think there was also different modes that you could play on in uh in multiplayer in the game so since we're going to be doing a, lo- a longer episode today this is going to be having a bit more content so why don't we go over some of the different enemies that mario is going to be facing in this first game because this is gonna these are going to be his kind of his rogue gallery for future games so check this out so Koopa, and, and keep in mind, some of this stuff probably has changed. Is one thing to really keep in mind because this was, you know, over well over twenty years ago. So things have probably changed in this uh, in this manual. So check this out. Koopa Troopa Red. This turtle is chicken, very timid. He gets scared easily and runs back and forth a lot. Jump on him, he stops moving for a while basic stuff koopa paratroopa that would be the koopa with the green i'd be the koopa with the wings you've probably seen those if you play any of the super mario bros games a bit out of control he wings around aimlessly and comes at you all of a sudden stomp on him and he loses his wings so stuff like that this turtle's on okay it says the paratrooper red this turtle's under control but likes to take it easy stomp on him and he loses his wings buzzy beetle quite the toughy fireballs don't phase them so a lot so a lot of these have very simple explanations there's some stuff that's that's kind of obvious in here as well like the hammer brothers how they're basically twin brothers <laughs> that, that you really be able to tell right because they're uh because they all of them look pretty much the same not to be that guy but they do all especially in this old game they do all, all kind of look the same other things like the Lakitu has a profile, the mysterious turtle who controls the clouds. So Lakitu, he he's able to control the clouds is another thing to kind of keep in mind here. That, that's why he's able to, I guess that's why he's able to like build this kind of tangible tangible cloud that he could ride on. He can, he can kind of control those. I don't know the, the limits of their power in that, but it says that uh, the mysterious turtle who controls the clouds. He chases out the Mario and drops spiny spiny's eggs on top of them. And let's see here. I'm trying to find if there's anything interesting in some of these. I think there was something interesting with sorry about this. I cannot believe I did not have it. Hold on one moment. Sorry about that. I thought I had his I thought I took a I thought I had his uh his profile wrote down are per uh the goomba is another one so a lot of the a lot of people know these as the bad guys they kind of look menacing and stuff like that but if you've ever played paper mario you would see that 
actually there's quite a few goombas who are just regular nice people who don't work for bowser and who are actually in the mushroom kingdom odd enough and if you look at the instruction manual it says a mushroom who betrayed the mushroom kingdom so i don't think all so these are goombas who decided to like hey the mushroom kingdom is going down uh yeah i'm not gonna be on your side actually i'm going to go over there where uh i'm probably gonna get taken care of <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm good on that i'm good on that so yeah the the koopa troopa his just to, to read off this one because i think these are the two most interesting ones and these and it's crazy because these are his mario's bread and butter enemies koopa troopa green soldier of the turtle empire his orders are to find and destroy mario jump on him and he stops moving i think in the japanese one it's a little more boring i don't think they say he's trying to find and destroy mario i think it just lists his patterns and stuff like that but interesting to see that they spice things up like <laughs> he's gonna destroy them so i guess the last couple of things that probably are interesting uh has to do with some of the some of the allies so mushroom retainers this is what toads are called before they were called toads Seven mushrooms who originally served in the court of Princess Toadstool, but are now under the spell of the evil Koopa King. So, that's a good reason why they pretend to be Princess Peach uh, until you get to them. And then they say, oh, nope, sorry, Princess in another castle. Ha. Princess uh, Toadstool, they have her profile in here. Princess of the Mushroom Kingdom. She is the only one who can break the spell of the evil the evil Koopa King. And then we finally have Bowser, King of the Koopa. The Sorcerer King holding Princess Toadstool captive in the last castle. He comes in spitting fire. <laughs> I'll change that up a little bit. Up a little bit. He actually says he comes at you spitting fire. But I thought he comes in spitting fire. Sounded, sounded, sounded more cool. There are several ways to kill him. But you only get points if you use fireballs. So they're talking about the... Going to the axe, which everyone did. Went to the axe and grabbing it, and then he falls into the lava. But you can beat him with fireballs. Uh, man, that is a task. <laughs> a task, though. I, I don't really recommend that. But yeah, it's it's crazy to think about because in the original, when you look at the original explanation of all this, it says the Mushroom Kingdom's people were, were turned into, you know, like bricks and and you know flowers and stones so all that all those bricks that you hit or potentially break this is kind of a well-known fact but fact but you're kind of killing <laughs> you're kind of killing people <laughs> some of them will reward you with uh there's actually explanation in here for the question mark blocks i believe if i could find it man i thought i came super prepared for this but apparently not Anyway, there's an explanation for the question mark blocks that some of the Koopa residents or the, the Mushroom Kingdom's people will, will reward you with various uh, with very various rewards. The ones who have been turning to bricks. I actually found it here. Cool. While I was talking, I kind of was peeking and looking through the manual. So Mario's, it's called Mario's Friends in the original manual. If you come across mushrooms who have been turned into bricks or made invisible... They reward you by giving you a power boost. So whenever you see mega like magic mushrooms or fire flowers or starmen, that's actually the the toads who have been turned into bricks, like giving Mario 
the fuel he needs to actually beat Bowser in in this. Now, this game is also where we're introduced to a power up called the uh, that Mario gets like some some of his power ups, like the Star Man that makes him invincible, the Fire Flower that allows him to shoot fireballs. These are all magic items from the Mushroom Kingdom, and the uh, then and the Mushroom. Uh, well, the 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 Star Man we've seen. Uh, we've seen something similar to before when Mario was a baby, how we picked up the Starman and got and got those uh, invincible powers. So those are definitely something that he's seen before. But it's crazy to to think that some of these power ups that he's gotten, the actual citizens of the Mushroom Kingdom provided him. You know, they kind of give him the strength to actually fight Bowser. So he was getting some aid. Between him and his brother and some of the Mushroom Kingdom's people, he was getting some aid uh, going to fight the, the Turtle King. But yeah, uh, if anyone's played through the original games, you know that you know you go through the castles, like I was saying before, and then the Mushroom Retainers, or the Toads, they pretend to be Peach all the way up until you get to the last stage, which is Bowser, and you rescue the princess. Bowser's fight is pretty, most of his fights are pretty simple. You try to get him to jump over you, and you run under him, and then you take the axe, and then you rescue the princess. And in this case, Princess Peach, once she is rescued, she obviously restores peace to the kingdom. And this game leads right into our next one, which is Super Mario Bros. 2 in Japan. Our, Mar our Super Mario Bros. Lost Levels. So, this is kind of like a Mario Bros. 1.5, sort of. Basically, Mario Bros. Super Mario Bros. Lost Levels, as is known here in the States. Uh, this game didn't actually get released until, like, way later <laughs> in, the, in the States. Basically, basically it, had a, it basically had more levels, and it was much harder than the original. It was, it was a game, like, in Japan at the time... It was made for people who had already beat the original and wanted more more of a kind of like a challenge. You know, you had already beat the game. You wanted to kind of go back, experience it again, what this game was for you. So the story in this one, I actually had a different story, crazily. Actually, I had a different story, crazily enough. This story was uh, the same. <laughs> Whoa, wow, sorry. Made a lot of noise there. This story was the same. So check this out. It says, The Mushroom Kingdom was a peaceful place until the day that Bowser used his powerful magic and invaded along with his clan of huge turtles. Bowser's magic turned the harmless mushroom people into rocks, bricks, plants, and the mushroom kingdom fell into ruin. The only one who could break the magic spell and revive the mushroom king mushroom people in the mushroom kingdom's princess Oh wait, wow, I'm my brain was not processing that. The only one who can break the magic spell and revive the Mushroom People is the Mushroom Kingdom's Princess Peach Toadstool. But she's now a prisoner of the Koopa King. So basically same story as before. But Mario has stood up and raised his hand, ready to defeat the members of the Turtle Clan, rescue Princess Peach, and once again restore peace to the Mushroom Kingdom. The Mario you see on TV is you. You are the only one who can complete the quest. So, yes, Mario Mario has to step up again and stop Koopa, the Koopa King again. So it's interesting here because looking at this, we kind of see that the baby Bowser that we saw before in Yoshi's Island has become a full 
grown adult and he has learned magic probably from Kamek if you recall in the in the Yoshi's Island saga Kamek was the one raising Bowser so the so I think Koopas some Koopas are naturally in tune with magic I believe that was covered in uh in one of the I think it was the Yoshi's Island saga we we kind of covered that that so that some of the the Kameks are, ma- are kind of magically in tune, or some of the the Koopas are magically in tune, and those those who are become uh, become uh, become Kameks or Magic Koopa. And Bowser is definitely a Magic Koopa. He was able to turn the entire Mushroom Kingdom into. It's crazy to think that in every Super Mario Bros. game that you play, those bricks are actually like mushroom or like toads really like he's like bowser is much more powerful than he seems he's not just like the guy at the end he's literally using magic to transform the entire kingdom's people into bricks <laughs> this, this op is 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 fudge man uh but anyway this game had the same story but and but notice how in it i think the main difference is it says and once again so this is the second time that this has happened. So it's, it's the, it, it, you will find that this is going to be the Mario and, and Bowser are going to be doing the same brick and roll for oh, 20 plus years, 20, 25 years. But the next game that we're going to be looking at, because in this game, you Super Mario Bros. 2 or Super Mario Bros. Lost Levels, it goes the same as the first game. Mario goes like Mario goes to the same brick and rolls it's just more levels and, and more more content but he goes to the same brick and rolls and he fights Bowser and he beats him and he rescues Princess Peach that's how the second game goes but Mario's next game next game Mario's next game is going to feature an enemy that is surprisingly not Bowser it's not Bowser. It's, it's a mainline Mario game that does not feature Bowser as the villain. It's one of the few, the very few, <laughs> that's a mainstream, like, legit, like in the Super Mario Bros. titles, like not any of the RPGs that features Bowser as not the villain. And it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a doozy. I know I say this a lot, but it's going to be a doozy. So he poses it, but in this in this guy, he's gonna pose a threat not to the Mushroom Kingdom, not to the Mushroom Kingdom. No, no, no. He's gonna pose a threat to the mystical land of Subcon. That name did not age well. <laughs> that name of that, that that fictional land did not age well at all. Subcom, huh? Subcon. Yeah, not. Yeah, not 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 what I I I knew it for. <laughs> I knew that word to me. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. So, subcon. It really it sounds weird, right? It sounds it sounds like something that is not related to video related <laughs> to video games. Anyway, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Anyway, so join us next time. We're gonna be continuing the Super Mario World saga. We're entering the land of dreams. Subcon. 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 I will see you guys on the next one. You have a good one. And bye.